here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. A big weekend of racing ahead and one man who will be central to all of it at Rickerton Park. The voice of Rickerton Park is Matt Cross. Morning to you, Matt. Yeah, morning, Jordan. Morning to Butch and all of our Australian listeners. Looking forward to tomorrow's meeting. I think it's sort of the start of, of a really good run of racing that we're going to have around uh, not only Christchurch, but around New Zealand with a lot of the three-year-olds starting to step out. Slow seven track rails out nine metres, preserving the inside with uh, the Canterbury Bell being the feature book. Right, Matt, let's have a look at the quaddy. Uh, I thought uh, Burgundy Rose was super last time. Opie Bosson doing the riding. Great to have him at Rickerton Park uh, on this Saturday, and she'll take all sorts of beating on what we saw a week or two ago. Yeah, even from the barrier draw, Butch, I think it's her race to lose. I think Opie Bosson will show some real intent out of the gates, get her forward, try and control the race through the middle part, and, and she's probably got enough speed to hold most of them off, so... To my eye, she's one of the, the best bets on the program. Uh, tomorrow is Burgundy Rose. I, I really like her as a as a multi-prospect outside of her. Harborside's trialled up nicely, comes up with a bit of a sticky gate, could go forward. And live drama is fresh up off uh, barrier number five. She's got the four kilo claim on. She's a very good mare, could just find herself in a bit of traffic. But if Burgundy Rose is in front, out of trouble, I think she'll be winning again. Race six, the New Zealand Bloodstock Canterbury Bell. You alluded to this as the feature. Really interesting with these three-year-olds. A number of them kicking off. We saw some as two-year-olds. We saw we've seen some early this season. Uh, look, I thought there was uh, uh, plenty to uh, take the lead on the fact that Bosson is on one kiss down the bottom for the Mark Walker stable, uh, rather than I choose you. One kiss is short in the market, but I was taken by, as I'm sure you you were, mistake on debut. She was super, really good. She ran some time there as well, 109.55, won by nearly 10 lengths on the synthetic track. The second horse, Mary Wecker, went on to win Wednesday Just Gone. The third horse went on to place again, so the form stacks up. She's a real free-going type. And what I like about her too, even though she is a free-going horse, she doesn't overdo it when she's in front. So I reckon Michael McNabb will take her to the lead and take all sorts of beating. One kiss, the 13, and the Batania covers. Look, this horse had no luck first up at Topol on a slow six. Got into trouble a couple of times. Lost its momentum. Bossing on wide draw. I think he can negate that. Nine, Kikimara is a horse, I think, that likes to get out and roll. She could be finding herself somewhere close to the speed drawn right next to Miss Tate. Could possibly position up just in behind the favourite. And outside of that, Defiance, a very good filly as well from the Kennedy and Furlong team. But I think if Miss Tate leads, she's going to have the advantage over one kiss. Maybe not too much between them ability-wise, but the barrage will certainly play their part. Yeah, indeed. Uh, looking forward to it. Should be a, a good uh, pointer to the future as we head towards the 1,000 guineas. Righto, the Martin Collins New Zealand Cup trial, another pointer towards uh, the big race in November. As a thought, struck me as an improver on that run resuming. Uh, maybe 1,800 still short of its best, but she's a good mare when she's right. Yeah, she was so good the other day, as a thought. Another one who got her momentum checked a little bit at the 150, but really was able to gather herself up and was quite willing to the line. That was her first run in 133 days. She's in play. I thought Campionessa, the eight, even with the wide draw down to 53 and a half, 
She's run 33.40 for her last 600 on the synthetic the other day, 10.66 on the way home. So the step to 1,800 metres looks good. Handles a soft track, just wants a little bit of pressure on, and I think she can charge over the top. Burnview number seven comes out of an open handicap last time over the mile. I think he's ready for 1,800. He absorbed a fair bit of pressure at the start of that race, stuck on well. Southern Ocean match to get a good run, sit third or fourth and running. He's second up, performs well on that state. And Frankie the Fox, the horse going well, runner number three. Campionessa on top, but I think it's a fairly open race. There's a couple of strong chances. Pretty good race too, Matt. I think there'll be a number of these that, uh, all things being equal, will progress through to a New Zealand Cup based on, uh, on the way that they're going. Yeah, I agree with you. And as a thought, it is one of those. William Wallace has got Boston jumping on as well. And you've got a couple of newcomers to the staying ranks, Five Princes and Jack Knows Best. So Campioness is not over the line. I think she deserves to be the favourite, but it'll certainly be a good reference. Righto, the last the Racecourse Hotel and Motor Lodge. Again, they've decided to uh, throw a really, really tough race, race at us to try and sort out the quaddy. I thought Avaquinella was pretty good resuming. Zaluminous is uh, certainly deserving of a winning turn on the strength of those two z- seconds with Boston jumping on, but tons of chances, including the likes of Sacred Giant. Yeah, Zaluminous has got 62 kilos, which is a bit of a concern, but she's the class horse of the field, and clearly she's 10 points higher uh, than the majority of the rest of the field is a rating 83. So it's her race to lose, I think, on the ratings. The weight and the draw could be a concern, but she follows speed really well. And the fact that that track's come back to a seven now gives me a little more confidence around her hopes. Number four, Fetty Cairn. I think this horse is a chance of getting handy from a nice enough gate to work with. We haven't seen her since the 27th of May, but she does perform well fresh. Seven Sacred Giant is a go-forward horse. Really loves Rickard and Park. If he's in front, he'll give you a sight. And Avaquinella second up. Should be good improvement from her. Expect to see her finding the line. But it is a tricky race. If you're going on the ratings, it is a luminous race to lose. Righto, what's the best of the day, Matt? I'm not sure if it's in those four races we looked at, but is there one uh, outside of that that we can have a little bit each way on to uh, to get the weekend off to a great start? Well, maybe not an each way bet, but I think in race number two, Butch, number two, Athene, should be able to lead them out and then posse up potentially in behind Arabia, who's likely to go forward. She's overdue a winning turn, Athene, and I really reckon they've found the right race for her. So race two, number two, about $3. Fill your boots and see how you get on. Good on you, Matt. Thanks for your time again. Uh, Enjoyed working with you earlier in the week. Good calling uh, at Rickerton Park. Yeah, same to you, Butch. Uh, Happy punting uh, to everybody across there in the Tasman. Good luck. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.